Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. You heard it here first, folks. I can't, I can't. I just... I guess they haven't heard anything first here. I know. I have no idea why I'm so emotional. We are celebrating. Jimmy is celebrating. Dad is celebrating today because mm-hmm. several weeks ago, Enchilada Zimas. Yes. A dark time. A dark time. Said that they were reopening. Yes. Inchies is being resurrected like our Lord. A little longer than three days, but you get it. Coming back to life. Maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. Took a little bit longer. Uh, we are not to July one yet, and they open July seventh. Mm-hmm. We might do a live broadcast of no, the, we're not. the podcast no. from Inchies. No, we've talked about that. We're not going to do it. We could interview people going in. <laughs> we could with our new setup. How old were you when you first ate at Inchies? When you first asked Inchies into your heart? It's interesting. Uh, COVID and its demolitioning. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Of our society as we know it mm-hmm. parallels technology's demolitioning of the show. <laughs> yes. 2020 has been a crazy ride. Uh, yes. Um, because I was going to say today we're taking up uh, the issue of how to make a true apology, basically. A lot of us apologize without necessarily really apologizing. And so we're going to talk about kind of six things that every apology needs to have. And we were commenting a minute ago that we led off last time with me going, wow, boy, I need this because I really screwed up last night. I committed every one of these problems with with making an apology. So today, I'm going to lead in by saying, you know. and So this is the second time we've recorded this. I don't know if you just mentioned that. The full, Yeah, full time. Yes. We've recorded it fully. Uh, months ago, and then we couldn't get the audio off of this new recording device. So yes, at the time of the recording, Jimmy said last night, I'm struggling. Yes. Continue. So now, I will simply say, you know, Three months ago, I really, really, really struggled, struggled uh, for the first time mm-hmm. in your life with doing this. Because apologies, I commit- you're really good at. Oh yes, but I am now. Not three months ago. No, no, I've learned so much, and mostly from from this list we're going to have. Apologies are necessary. They're they're not talked about. No, as counselors, we train our people how to do them in some instances, but I think it's an overlooked dynamic within marriage that potentially is like a top fiver. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because with our sin nature, we're going to, if you're doing it right, need to apologize quite a bit, um, but potentially no one's ever really told you how to do it. Correct. And it's like if you look up in a a marriage or in a family or whatever, and 
no one's ever apologized. There's something wrong because apologies are a natural, normal, vital part of any family dynamic, any marriage dynamic. They just have to occur. And if you look up and someone says, you know, you never apologize, then we have a problem because they're, they're essential for reconciliation and any type of conflict resolution in, in some way, many, many times involves an apology. So that's what we're looking the, at today. Your marriage has to be perturbed and for it to be perturbed and actually grow your marriage stronger. That happens through confession and forgiveness and apologies. Yeah, since there is no such thing as a relationship without conflict. Well, those that are completely dead on the table. Have no conflict. Yeah. Okay, given. If you're alive and you're vibrant and you love each other, you will have arguments. Mm -hmm. You will get mad. So that's normal. And so since conflict is normal, apologies need to be normal. We're going to look at the, the, the six things, six, six aspects of an apology that really need to be there. The first one is, well, it starts with something that doesn't need to be there. A true apology never, ever, ever includes blank. I'm asking. Oh, uh, but I don't know. But Hey-o. try. <laughs> but is your answer. But it is. Apologies do not have big butts. They don't have butts at all. So they can't lie. They just go from like hamstring to calf. Therefore, the brothers cannot deny. That's all below the butt. There's no, yeah, there's just no butts. Because if someone says, I am so sorry I did this, but what does that tell you about their apology? Yes, me again. Yes. Oh my this gosh. Is not, it's like we haven't recorded in a while. I know. I'm not picking up what you're laying down. A, I'm, sta- I'm giving you the eyes, can't you? <laughs> the bug eyes that I used to get when I eat meat. It makes the apology null and void. There is no apology. A butt wipes out. Think of of a butt that just turns and just is just wipes the chalkboard clean. That's what a butt does. It just <laughs> takes away everything that was in the apology. There is no apology. Yeah, and. A bad apology, your spouse stops listening to you. Mm-hmm. And this but, if you add, that is the, that's the first thing that goes is your spouse's ears. They just mm-hmm. stop listening. Mm-hmm. It, it, your next few words, and, and believe you me, I know you have a point, right? You mm-hmm. prob- you, it's not like you're evil incarnate and you were trying to destroy your spouse. You have a point, but... As soon as you throw out but, your spouse stops listening to mm-hmm. your point. Yeah. And so the apology has to stop right before the but. An apology, having an apology somewhere at its core is an acceptance of responsibility. I'm yes. going to apologize and a but because does away with that. I did something. Yep. But a but says, I did something wrong, but you're the reason I did it. Yep. So it is like the ultimate uh, passive-aggressive passing of the book, uh, the buck and, and shirking responsibility. Cause I'm saying at essence, what I'm saying is you're the reason I'm doing this bad thing. And th- it's impossible for an apology to exist in that space. And to maybe not to belabor the point, but to harp on this a little bit more, I want you to be heard. Probably many of your spouses want to hear you. But you have to listen and attune to your spouse's 
uh, hurt first. Mm-hmm. And so if your spouse is telling you about something that you did that hurt them, it needs to be, I'm sorry, period, new paragraph. Mm-hmm. Have I heard everything you wanted to tell me mm-hmm. and have I attuned to everything and do I understand it to your estimation at its fullest <laughs> dynamic? Mm-hmm. And if you get a yes, I believe that you heard me. I believe that you understand where I'm coming from. Then and only then can you new paragraph and start to explain where you were coming from. Yes. So you have to make sure that your spouse believes that you've heard them, believes that you know where he or she is coming from. And at that point, after you get yeses by, from both of those things, can you then tell your butt? The second aspect is is a real apology keeps the focus on what you did not the other person's response. So a true apology is not, I'm so sorry you felt that way. See, that's an apology for the way the other person's feeling. (laughs) No, this apology has to focus on me and my actions, not how you're responding to me and my actions. So a true apology focuses on what I did. Uh, that's another completely non-apology apology is when you say, listen, I'm so sorry you took it that way. <laughs> what is that? That's not an apology at all. Uh, I'm so sorry you're an idiot. So we got to avoid having the apology have anything to do with the other person and their feelings. It's about us and our actions. And again, I, I get where you're coming from. Yes. Like, I'm sorry that you're feeling that, but that was not my intention at all. Right. That's just another way to throw out a butt. Right. And so when your spouse is explaining something, even if he or she is crazy for taking it that way, your job is to apologize in that moment, mm-hmm. period, end of story. And then if your spouse feels like you've actually heard and understood where they're coming from, uh, then you can kind of explain where you were coming from. But the, yeah, this second one of just, I'm sorry you feel that way is another way to say, but. Third, a real apology doesn't get caught up in the blame game. Who's to blame? Who started it? Because, you know, that's basically at the end of an argument. You have one person that's just saying, well, yeah, well, you started it. Yeah. What, what sibling has not said, yeah, but they started it. The problem, okay, fine. Maybe the other person did start it, but how did you follow up? What did you do? Because you can, especially in an argument, all of us should be able to apologize for our role in the argument. Okay, maybe we didn't start it, but I can apologize if I yelled and dropped the D-bomb. Darn it. The D-bomb. Yeah, the D-bomb. Dang it. Yeah, dang it. Oh, dang it. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's it. So we can apologize for that. Okay, I didn't start this argument, but I can come back and say I'm so, because I kind of lost, I lost my cool, and I shouldn't have. Okay, that has nothing to do with who started what, who's right, who's wrong, but I can't apologize for my 10% of what went south during that argument. And this is actually a really important thing that um, Katie and I uh, didn't do probably for the first six years of marriage, have done it now for the four. We learned this through re-engage a marriage ministry that maybe your church has. But to no matter who started it, in a disagreement, both of you guys apologize in the conversation with confessing and apologizing and seeking forgiveness for something. So even if I start something by being stupid and idiot, 
a dang it idiot. She's not Jesus, and she's not going to perfectly respond and react to it. And so even if she didn't do what caused the disagreement, she still has some, to your point, the 10% that she can apologize for. And so by ending conversations, by both confessing, both seeking forgiveness, both apologizing for something, I think can go a long way in helping these disagreements uh, go well. But so many of us, we enter into conflicts with, I am not going to give in until you grovel at my feet, admitting my right and you're wrong. But doesn't a grovel feel good? Well, I've never gotten one. I wouldn't one. know, yeah, yeah. as I say. <laughs> but <laughs> it sounds really good, is all I'm saying. A real apology needs to be backed up by actions. You are not just uh, hearers of the word who delude themselves. You are doers of the word. So if you're sorry, that should impact your actions. I think I've used this before, but Beth has, my wife has, the hearing of the type of animal that has really good hearing. An elephant. No, I don't think they do. Giraffe. No, wallaby. Lions. A wallaby lion has probably one of the best hearing ratio. A, a, a bat, bats have really, really good hearing. It's like sonar. She can hear, and, you know, I don't have a lot of vices. Uh, give the heavy gambling and drinking. And eating. Uh, and eating. Well, and the heroin. Yep. And eating. And eating. There's not, not a lot of vices. But one of my vices is chewing ice. And eating. Not that I consider chewing ice to be a vice, but my significant other considers it right up there with murdering a bus full of nuns with a rusty butcher knife. So it's a horrible, horrible thing. So I was in the I was in the living room. She was in the back of the house. So she's not around. So green light. And so I'm chewing my ice and I hear this Jimmy. Stop chewing your eyes. And, That's and just, her old elephant ears. Yes, and, and just my, automatically I said, oh, sorry. And what was her response? If you were sorry, you would stop. And that was such a freedom because finally she got me to see that I wasn't really sorry that I, that I was chewing eyes. Well, That's right. I'm not. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Thanks. <laughs> If you do apologize, though, it needs to be followed up with ceasing whatever the behavior was that we were being apologetic for. You don't have to be perfect with that, but you need to show effort. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say this needs to, you could say, followed up with corrective action. And I would say that it needs to follow with heartfelt feeling. I think a lot of guys ascribe to happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life. I think the wife comes first. And so it's just like, oh, sorry, just to like move your wife on down the road so we can yes. have less conflict. And that's not followed up with your heart or corrective action. That's mm -hmm. not an apology. Yeah. And so it needs to, an apology needs to follow up with your heart and subsequent corrective action yeah. and actually mean it and not just to try to satisfy your wife's. Which this leads very closely into the fifth one, which is you never apologize with the intent of shutting up the other person. This is kind of what you're saying. Listen, I said I was sorry, so drop it. So we just spit out the words, I'm sorry. Not that we mean them, not that we agree with them, not that we, we feel the emotion of regret. 
It's just, if I say these words, you have to shut up because that's the way the rules are. Okay, so I've apologized for it. Drop it. Let's move on. And if your intent of an apology is just to silence the other person, well, once again, it ain't an apology. And then lastly, and this is, and I'm sure this show has just meant the world to so many of you, but the last thing we're going to say on the subject is if it's a real apology, then many, many times you realize that I'm sorry is not enough. You can say you're sorry, but it, many, many, many times that's not sufficient. You know, that's where amends come in, comes in. You know, if someone, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've had a long time affair with the secretary and now I'm going to leave her, see you kids, holler at me when you graduate high school. And then you come back and go, you know, you know, guys, I was, you know, I'm really sorry for that. Okay. And crickets. I mean, it's just, you may be, but sometimes there are some offenses that are so large, simply I'm sorry doesn't well, cut this it. gets back to the very idea of repentance and actually about facing and going yes. in a different direction. Yes. Like you can apologize and we mentioned heart and corrective action, but the word there is repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you apologize and then meet it with an actual yes. godly sorrow over this and repentance to where you attempt to go the other mm-hmm. way. And then that trust, you know, in your situation with your kids, like that then takes time. Mm-hmm. You have to be repentant over yes. time. Yes to build that trust back up. So now everyone should be able to apologize correctly. Just like you. Yeah. Be me like, now. Not not three months ago, but me now, yeah. I want to want to be like Jimmy, like Jimmy. If I could be like Jimmy. Is that Mike? Yes. I want to be like Mike? Yes. Did I you not, saw that. Did you, oh, I was about to say, did you not watch that? You did, yes. Since I've seen... The Chicago Bulls, what's the title? Last Dance. There we go. I just go around singing, I want to be like Mike. But not in his drinking. Mm-hmm. He had Gambling. Like four fingers of whiskey at all the interviews. Uh, he didn't have a, he, he claims he didn't have a gambling issue. So I, I could be him like gambling. Uh, Guys, he's, he, just, he just caught some fish in some tournament that won him a quarter million dollars. Yeah. You gotta have so money to make money. He's good at all things. If you want more information about this episode or anything previous, you can check us out at paradoxpodcast.com. Socials are very important. You can important. also find us on our socials. Mine are silent. Jimmy's Twitter is very active. Very active. Do you follow um, my Twitter? Of course. You don't even look at Twitter, do you? Yes. Remember when you posted something a couple of weeks oh, back? Oh, that's and I told right. You and to you told down. me to take it down. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So you can find us on our socials at our website as well. We appreciate you guys for listening. See ya. Bye. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Siren seems to be the hardest word.